The following Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast is based on real events from the history of American crime. Some of this imagery might be upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. 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 Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. Okay, so Alos is up first. Uh, okay. Is uh, just so um, because we're theater reminding it is Paul within five feet of Axe Guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I will pull out a hand crossbow and I will try and shoot him. Okay. Because I imagine I'm a, a few feet back from Paul, kind of like pointing over his shoulder, like here. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's an 11 plus 5, so 16. Okay, that hits. Alright, so that means 1d6 plus 3 plus 1d6 for sneak attack. So that's 6 plus 3, so 9, uh, plus 4, so 13 damage on that guy. Okay. Cool. So yeah, you, using, using this old man as human shield... Halos pops out and and fires off his crossbow and it um, the bolt buries itself in the guy's shoulder. Um, he lets out this this angry yell. <clears throat> Seeing that, um, Sam, she she's gonna hold her action for now. Paul Paul's next in the order. Paul <laughs> he takes a swing at the guy. And he just he lands this like ineffective punch um, to the guy's midsection and doesn't have any effect on him. The guy, the axe now is up. He he can't move past Paul, so he's gonna take a swing at Paul, I guess, to try to get to Alos. And he does not hit. So now Nim is up. All right, so it's pretty tight quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So Nim is going to pull out his quarterstaff. Okay. And he is going to try to hit the arm, uh, guy with the axe. That's a 19 plus 6, so 25. That hits. So that's 1d6 plus 4. Uh, so that's 6. Okay. And then, um, since I use my monk weapon, I can now do an autumn strike. Okay. So then he's gonna like so after he hits him with the corner staff, he's gonna try to like elbow him. Okay. And Ooh, that twenty. Okay. Uh so that's full damage, right? It's double double the dice, but the modifier stays the same. So yeah, so two D four. so that's six plus four, ten. So that's another ten. Okay. So seeing this guy take um uh, a very quick um, and pretty brutal beating. Um, Sam is going to jump back into the initiative order um, 
and she casts Tasha's hideous laughter on Alos. He so I, I need a wisdom save. Okay. Does this count as a charm? I don't think it does, but it's, does, it, does it count as a charm? Uh, on D and D Beyond, it, it doesn't say. It just says it's an enchantment, school okay. enchantment. I'm not seeing anything about a charm. Okay. Only reason I asked is I have advantage on against charms. Okay. That's a three. <laughs> um. So, Alos falls to the ground, doubled over, laughing at the absurdity of this this situation and and how would this plan how could he have thought that this plan would ever work <laughs> but just curled up laughing <laughs> on the ground there might be he might be like laying out the plan like and then you were supposed to light this place up here <laughs> <laughs> um but since it since you are at the top of the initiative order you do get a chance to save again and, and so we'll see what happens. That's better. That's an eight. Okay. So you are only temporarily overcome, and you only very briefly then are uh, like giving the exposition of what the whole plan is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you are you are on the ground, and you are prone. So I I think you're gonna I think you have to miss this round. I I believe the save has to be the end of my turn. Yeah. Well. I mean, that da, da, sounds right. Coming at the end on each of his becoming turns, incapacitated. Damage the target can make another wisdom save three. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's the end of my. So, yeah, yep, because you're incapacitated. Okay, so seeing you on the ground and and hearing like a little bit of what this plan was, Paul turns around and is like, "What's so funny? <laughs> this is what is son? I need you to." Pull yourself together, man. <laughs> this is this is not the time. And uh, while that's happening, the, um, the axe guy turns now his attention on Nim, um, and he he takes a swing at him with his axe and does not hit. <laughs> yes. Does not hit. Um, so another just wild swing. Um, he's having trouble. Is using this this great axe in this kind of tight quarters, um, so he misses and now Nim is up. So Nim's like, sees the axe like miss him and he's like, yep. oh man, <laughs> he just goes right back at it with the, the quarter staff. Okay. Yeah, Twelve plus six, so that's eighteen. Um, that hits. All right. So that would be six damage. Okay. And then now he's, he's gonna now take a kick. Okay. That's only a ten. Nah, that doesn't hit. So an, another drunken kick. Like, oh. Okay. So yeah, you you blast this guy in the the side of the head with the staff, and then, like you said, the the drunken kick misses. Um, on her turn, Sam she takes a shot with the crossbow. Um, since she has it drawn already. And that is... Well, she's shooting at Aelos, and Aelos is down. So she has disadvantage. So, uh, 16 to hit. That still hits. Okay. And so that is... Just... Just 3 damage. 
So and so she. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Um, and she's like, "Not so funny now, is it?" Um, yeah, burn. Uh, Alice is up. All right, so I will stand up and uh, move as. There's nothing to hide behind or anything like that, correct? No, all the merchandise is on the walls. Everything is in, in plain sight. Okay. So I'll, I'll back up a little further and um, and then shoot again. Okay. My hand crossbow. Uh, that's a 15 to uh, hit at the barbarian guy. Yep, that hits. Okay. 13 damage again. Okay. He's still up. Another, another crossbow uh, bolt hits him. Another angry yell. Paul, maybe uh, you should just kill her. <laughs> are you you're saying that to who are you saying that to? To to the the axe wielding guy. Like she's the one that got you in this mess. <laughs> her. Then looks over. He's like, now you decide to ask him that. <laughs> <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Uh, that's a seven. <laughs> yeah. No, um, he's... Unless you want to, like, with disadvantage, it possibly be worse since I have shot him. <laughs> yeah. No. Um... <laughs> no. It's a fail. Uh... <laughs> he... He doesn't care about the any kind of money that you could offer him now. He... He's really in this for the honor of the situation. He's, he's pretty mad. Paul... On his turn, he he's gonna take another swing at the guy, and he's he's really upset now. He he kind of like it's a lot of wind up, um, and when he he swings, he just runs almost like runs right past the guy. It, it might have been like maybe his memory of his fighting ability, if he ever had any, hasn't come back to him. It's like the Bugs Bunny pitch. All yep. Wind up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I watched a few minutes of the of the original Ocean's Eleven the other day, <laughs> and just the the fight scenes in that are are whole are, are it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's something that Frank Sinatra, boy, not not the least bit intimidating. <laughs> Oh, blue eyes? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Nope. Nope. It's it's a movie about some, like, weasley little guys who are trying to do something and they're not really sure about what they're trying to do. Very similar to the situation that we have found ourselves in. <laughs> Strangely enough. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Paul's too. Yes. <laughs> the axe guy... He's not even sure, like, what to do right now. He uh, is going to take a swing at Paul, because Paul is the closest one to him. He he brings his axe down, and for all intents and purposes, this should have just crushed the old man. But there is this, like, spark, and almost like a metallic sound, um, and the axe uh, deflects off. And he... Like, he can't believe... Like, neither one of them can really believe what happened. Paul was even kind of, like, wincing a little bit. Like, this is it. 
Nope. Nim is up. So Nim just saw him take this hit. Yeah. And he's like, what the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's almost tempted to try to hit Paul. <laughs> to, like, see if he can do it again. <laughs> and he will. He'll swing at Paul. <laughs> okay. 15 plus 6. That hits. Right. Uh, that's eight damage. It's like uh, hitting a, it's like hitting a, a brick wall, and he he wheels on you. He wheels on Nim, and there is like fire in his eyes. It's like, what are you doing? Um, sparking you up, son. Uh, Sam's turn. Um, she. What is she gonna do? Like really uh, astonished at. At what she just saw, she vanishes. Like, like she's gone. Um, one, you see her one second, the next she's not even there. It's, it's magic. She's gone. Alos is up. Alright, well, she's gone, but he'll go ahead and uh, try and shoot the axe-wielding axe-murderer guy. Uh, and that's a 9 plus 5, so 14. That hits. Oh, wow. Yeah. Low AC. Low AC, lots of hit points. Um, he's a hunter, not a fighter. Uh, 8 plus 2, so uh, 10. Okay. Uh, another bolt hits the guy. Uh, he's got 3 sticking out of him now. Uh, he's still up. He's He's taken a beating. All on his turn, he is going to try to grapple Nim. What the? <laughs> okay. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's an imposed strength check. All right. Uh, that's the name of the show. Uh, go ahead and. <laughs> Every week on Sundays, at Strength Podcast. Thank you. Whatever. Let's go. All right. Oh my god. Strength? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Can't, can't he use acrobatics to try and get out of it? Or, or no, that's to get, that's to get out. But yeah. yeah. Athletics? I think it's just a... I think it's a straight-up strength check. Alright, that's a, that's a seven. So he... He grabs you by the collar. You are up off the ground. <laughs> and up against the wall. And he's like, you said that I could trust you. You can. I'm just trying to bring the full potential out of you. You can't remember anything. Remember that? <laughs> it is the axe guy's turn. Like, he's on, he, I mean, he's not going after Paul again. He's, he wants away from this guy. So he's going to take a, a swing at Alos. Um, that is a, probably not. Oh, 11? Uh, that misses. That misses. This guy couldn't hit anything. So another wild axe swing misses. Nim is up. Well, I'm grappled, so... Yeah, so you could make um, another... I think now we can we can say like an acrobatics check or an athletics check or just a straight strength check. Um, again, opposed to try to, to break free. 
I will make an acrobatics attempt out of this. Okay. That. <laughs> that's a ten. Uh, it works. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, your like the riddle that you gave him about you can't remember anything. Remember, like the logic of that. I think has 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 puzzled him, and whatever sort of Hulk strength he had there for a second has has um, failed him. Um, so you're able to like kick off the wall, knocking him down in the process, and like tumbling tumbling forward. Sam has checked out, so now Alos is up. Since I'm now melee engaged, I will draw my rapier and try and cut him. Okay. A 17 plus 5, so uh, mm-hmm. that's a, 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 two, a, thir- a 23. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> cool. That's a d8, and I'm assuming I don't get sneak attack on this one because nobody's there. To, yeah, to nope. To distract nope. Uh, but that's max damage for that. Hooray! Uh, so 8 plus 3, so 11. Uh, so that final... Well, what did you hit him with? Uh, my rapier. Oh, your rapier. Um, yeah. So, uh, you you are able to pierce him right. I mean, it's a it's an upward thrust right into the neck. He collapses to the floor dead, uh, and it's very gross, <laughs> very bloody. <laughs> I pick up my hand crossbow and throw that on the person, and then I start rifling through his pockets. <sighs> Jeez. <laughs> you find a coin purse with we'll say the equivalent of one gold and 13 silver pieces in it he's got the great axe that he had with him well, just he's like looking through the pockets and it's like you do realize this literally means the body's still warm right <laughs> His, what? This is what you do when somebody dies. My man. <laughs> He's got armor, but it's in, in really bad shape. I mean, you you guys wrecked it pretty good. <laughs> so it, it wasn't very good to begin with. The axe. Yeah, how's that axe? It's a it's a great axe. I mean, there's nothing special about it. the The hilt is kind of uh, bent a little bit um, from the probably from the collision with with Paul, but. Otherwise, there's, there's nothing really special about it. I feel like Nim would look at Alos, look at Paul, and then say to Alos, that axe should be his reward. Whose reward? That's, that's out of character. Paul. Oh, certainly. Let me, let, let me grab this axe real quick. Nim tries to grab the axe. Probably too heavy for Nim to carry because he's just an idiot. <laughs> so he grabs the axe and he's just like almost like trying to beg for like forgiveness from Paul and mm-hmm. offering it to him as a as almost like penance because he knows who he, he he has a feeling you know like he knows who he is and he may have angered him with the last thing that he did. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, it's almost like he got sobered up when he got grappled. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's lying on the floor and he's stunned. He he says, um, 
I, I, I don't understand what, I don't understand any of what just happened. Uh, <laughs> Sam is a liar. Totally has my mom's statue somewhere back in the cage. She rematerializes for an instant. She has a small bag of coins with her, and she kind of like sidearms it under the under the cage at you guys. And she's like, "Take the money, get out of here, Alos, you're out of the game." <laughs> and then she casts invisibility oh. on herself again and vanishes. Uh, and then the uh, like whatever sort of protective screen that she would have like comes down, <laughs> like like the metal part would just slam shut. <laughs> Well, well, now I gotta find something new to do on Saturday. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What's this game? Like, Why was I never invited? Talk about it later. Oh, all right. Paul sits up and he he looks at Nim and he says, "What did you mean when you said that you were trying to fire me up?" Trying to, trying to reignite those memories inside that head of yours. But how did you know that that's what was going to happen? How did you know that I wouldn't have just had some memory of a of a of a trip to see my grandchildren? I don't know if I even have any grandchildren. How did you know that I would I would get such strength? My friend Paul, in moments of clarity. I get visions from the heavens. And I saw a sign. A sign that resembled St. Cuthbert in my head. And it shone a light onto you. And I knew that meant I needed to whack your head. <laughs> he thinks about what you said for a moment and he said or he says, That that must be a, that must have been a very troubling vision for you because I I know how how, devo- how devoted you were to Bahamut. It's unusual. I had many visions, my son. I... I see. Well, I assume that my business here is concluded, and I, I do think that this fracas did did spark something in me. I, I do think I remember... I remember a name. I remember, I remember a name of, of somebody, another friend that I have and I think I should go and see her my friend my friend Leslie and he has this he kind of looks up and he says we have to go see my friend Leslie Leslie Gratain and, um, and so Nim would definitely recognize that name the Gratains are they are they're not religious like con artists like he is um, they are they are more um, opportunity specialists. <laughs> yes, uh, they are more self help guru types. So like um, uh, uh, Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. <laughs> yeah, yep, along that that same line. Um, Osteen meets Tony Robbins. <laughs> another another member of the Gratain family um, has a, a book that's that's become very popular. It's called Slow Thinking, Fast Acting. On the uh, Backfires top ten sellers. Yeah. Yep. The underneath the underneath times top ten list. Quick. What was it? Quick thinking. Slow thinking, fast acting. Slow thinking. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's written by a different member of the Gratain family. So Nim would know them as as a affluent family. Yeah. Yep. And I, I almost wonder if Nim would almost view as view them as competitors too. I think Nim would probably respect them a little bit, but at the same time, be like, come on, like, like what I do takes work. <laughs> So, so Paul says, I, I, I can't remember, I can't remember much, but I, I, Leslie's name, and I, I can see Leslie very clearly in my mind, my mind's eye, and I think that, that she'll know what to do. And we should probably get out of here, because you just killed a guy. <laughs> and... Yeah, he's only slightly dead. That's not permanent. (laughs) Slightly dead. Uh, You say death's not permanent to him. Um, He he looks at you and he says, "Is that is that wisdom from Bahamut, or from Saint Cuthbert, or from someone else?" It's from the many voices in my head. (laughs) The many voices in your head. (laughs) All right. So we are off to find Leslie Gratain, and we're going to stop it there for tonight. So I think this is what, like, our... I've lost track of how much time I've done recording this. I know it's the fourth time I've done it, but this is the first combat <laughs> any session has had so far. Yes. <laughs> so... And with my nine hit points, I, uh, I didn't die, which I thought I was going to. He rolled... He rolled a couple of ones. <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, I thought it was going to be lights out with Tasha's hideous laughter and then from coming down with a great axe on my head. <laughs> Just Gallagher style, splitting a watermelon, smashing a watermelon. Um, on that imagery, we are officially going to end, end the show for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, thank you to as always, to the incomparable Mark Warren, oh, hi, Mark. Uh, our producer, who looked at this around probably just that Gallagher reference about a minute ago, one hour and five minutes, and thought, this is tight. You can follow the show at Strength Check on Twitter. You can follow me at Hey Dr. Will. Until next time, see everybody. Bye. Peace. Hi again, everybody. This is Dr. Andy Wilzag. I wanted to say thanks again for taking time to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. The reason why I wanted to make Strength Check into an actual play D&D podcast, um, when there are so many other actual play shows out there that are probably um, way better than anything that I could do, is I want to draw your attention to a project that I'm a part of here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're calling it Play for Progress, and the idea is to use D&D and eventually, hopefully, probably, other tabletop games to help middle school and high school kids who are struggling with mental health problems or addiction issues or who feel alienated or isolated in some, in some way. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has been hit really, really hard by the opioid crisis. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has a very high alcoholism rate. And this part of Pennsylvania is diversifying very quickly and there are those who have capitalized on that to try to create more conflict between people so we have a lot of kids here who are alone and who are suffering 
um, and suffering mightily. So what we're doing, and the point of this message now, is to just let you know that we are raising money to make Play for Progress a sustainable force for good in the northeastern Pennsylvania area. Um, If you have even $5 to spare for us, you can go to gofundme.com slash playforprogress with hyphens between the words, so play hyphen for hyphen progress. Um, And anything that you can give us will go a long way towards making us sustainable. Thank you.